The 2022 NFL schedule comes out tonight. Wish list for me, I'll talk about it. Plus, Jason Moore from the Fantasy Footballers joins me from, for two amazing segments. One about his thoughts about the Cardinals offseason and the second about everything you need to know about fantasy football come 2022. Here we go. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And you could check me out today on the Locked On NFL National Show with Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans, both on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel and Locked On NFL podcast platforms, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Again, free and available on all platforms. Jason Moore from the number one ranked fantasy football podcast in the world, the Fantasy Footballers, will join me for two segments today. First segment talking about the Arizona Cardinals offseason, what he thinks about Cliff, what he thinks about Steve Kime, and what he thinks about the trajectory of Kyler Murray. And then the second segment that we're going to have a discussion about is all fantasy football news regarding the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to be fun. And, and a little programming note here, coming up tonight, I will be doing a live reaction after the unveiling of the 2022 NFL schedule that will act as my Friday podcast. I'll be going live on YouTube and posting the podcast immediately to all the platforms you get for free. Because remember, ain't no paywalls here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So first segment here, I'm just going to discuss a couple things about the 2022 schedule. I feel like with DeAndre Hopkins being out for the first six games, I talked yesterday about how I think that they need to go out and sign a wide receiver anyways, because the Cardinals have the second toughest strength of schedule. That was based on last year's win-loss record, by their opponents for this year. The issue that I have with people saying that, oh, well, that was last year. Things have changed. Yeah, look at how much better the AFC West has gotten. Cardinals played the AFC West teams. Russell Wilson, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, uh, Khalil Mack for the Chargers. Yes, losing Tyreek Hill. But, I mean, the Chiefs are always going to be the Chiefs. And I feel like they're not going to miss Tyreek Hill as much as people may think right now. I'm going to ask Jason Moore about that briefly in the third segment. But my wish list is that the Cardinals have an easier road through the first six weeks. This is going to be a difficult schedule regardless. But playing a couple teams from the NFC South during the first six weeks, namely Carolina and maybe even New Orleans, would be beneficial for this roster. What I hope does not happen is that they play a front-loaded AFC West schedule, playing two AFC West teams in the first six weeks. Now, I'm not sure of the exact construct of where the divisional games are going to go and where the you know the bonus games, the, the wild card games will go. I don't know what the stencil is for the 2022 NFL schedule yet, but from what we've seen so far, or, you know, over the last handful of years, they're going to get at least one interdivision round, an interdivision game uh, in the first couple, and then you're going to end with at least one, if not two, in Week 17 and Week 18 of inter-division games. Wish list, NFC South up front, not named Tampa Bay, and maybe even a Seattle 
if you're gonna have an inner if you're gonna have an inner division game early and wish against list is the AFC West being prevalent in the Cardinal schedule during the first six games with DeAndre Hopkins out. But you know, with even with DeAndre Hopkins out, and again, I talked about this yesterday as well, that's not a make or break for the Cardinals. Like the Cardinals can 100 percent win games without DeAndre Hopkins on the field. You know, and I think that was one of the biggest like scapegoats last year for Cliff Kingsbury, et cetera, was, oh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was out. So that's why, you know, that's why uh, the Cardinals faltered. I don't think that's the case. I, I mean, he is a wide receiver one and they're going to miss him, but that doesn't mean that the Cardinals can't win games, even though they're against tough opponents early on, if that were to be the case. Jason Moore from the Fantasy Footballers is going to join me next. We're going to talk Cardinals, and we're going to talk fantasy football as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals. You don't want to miss the next two segments. That's next. First, Built Bar. Built Bar. Built Bar. What more can I say about these delectable, delicious treats that are good for you? Built Bar, they're covered in chocolate. I think we mentioned that. They're high in high in protein, low in calorie, high in fiber, low in carbs. It's everything you want to ingest when you need something on the go without all of the crapola that comes with other things you can eat. The car uh, the uh, Built Bar has done blind taste tests with candy bars and they've won. Like these flavors are not flavors that you'd expect to come from a healthy protein bar like uh banana cream pie to, to name one raspberry double chocolate and they're all covered in chocolate i mean not really sure how you'd expect them to be good for you but they are okay they've got these protein infused marshmallow things they call puffs chocolate covered nitrogen grams of protein four grams of sugar 130 calories four net carbs that's the average it's real and you got to get you got to jump on board the built bar train go to built.com to get all your favorites as i mentioned before and look at this banana cream pie raspberry and so many more they're so delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time check them out at built.com go to built.com use promo code lock 15 to get 15% off your order use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com all right second segment Friend of the show, one of the hosts of the top-ranked fantasy football podcast on the planet is joining me right now, Jason Moore from the Fantasy Footballers. Lives here in Phoenix, dude. Homegrown fantasy football talent with one of the sexiest sets you'll ever see. Dude, thanks for joining me, man. How are things? Uh, things are good. I mean, your background looks pretty nice too. So we're, you know, we're we're pretty much even here. Yeah, you know what? Your your family raised you right. Just compliment, compliment, compliment. Even if, even if you don't, if you don't necessarily agree with it. I don't have that cool ass logo behind me. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, first of all, thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Jason Moore, Jason FFL. Uh. You're a local in Phoenix, okay? You watch the Cardinals. You're a wee guy Cardinals fan, which says a lot, okay? Especially for you being in the industry. And, and I, don't, I don't mean that as a backhanded compliment. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah. What 
has your front row seat looked like for this offseason as it pertains to a fantasy football less Arizona Cardinals organization? Um, not good. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think they did anything of note. They lost more pieces than they gained. Um, so I would presume talent wise, we are worse this year than we were last year. We're, we're not replacing Chandler Jones with, you know, some third round pass rusher. It's just, it's not going to happen. And, um, the addition of Hollywood Brown, I thought was brilliant. Anytime that Steve Kime can get a veteran instead of making a pick, I'm pretty much on board. He's had a real good track record of picking up solid, proven NFL commodities, far better than drafting the hopeful talent. So, And, and I love Hollywood, uh, the age, the contract, the familiarity with Kyler. I was, I was uh, super happy, and then obviously the – unfortunate PED suspension for Hopkins uh, threw a bucket of water on my fire. But I would say overall, my 30,000-foot 30, view is we are we are worse now than we were at the end of last year, uh, talent-wise. Jason Moore at JasonFFL on Twitter. You know, it's Steve Keim is – if he's, he's known for many things, but one thing he's definitely known for is overcorrection. And he went from Steve Wilkes to Cliff Kingsbury. What we're seeing from 2020 and 2021, the Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins draft back-to-back, trading for Hollywood Brown and then drafting Trey McBride is a quintessential Steve Keim overcorrection. Now, I agree with you because I was I was up in arms on draft night. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought offensive line, corner, edge rusher, like those had to be it or a run-stopper interior defensive line would benefit this team a lot more than drafting than training for a wide receiver was at a 1,000-yard uh, season, even though, you know, obviously in Baltimore, it's, it's, it's run the ball and play defense. With the acquisition of Trey McBride and Hollywood Brown, do you see that even though roster-wise the edge rusher position is kind of taking a step back and the cornerback position has stood pat, which wasn't great from the end of last year, that this offense could lead this team as the anchor, as the strength, where it hasn't necessarily been over the second half of the last two seasons. Oh, it has to. Um, our, our offense is the strength. And, and when, when Cliff Kingsbury is your head coach, Kyler is your quarterback, it should be. Uh, it, it should be the strength. It should be the persona. You know, when you think about the Arizona Cardinals, you should think about a high-tempo, fast-paced, high-scoring, um, you know, air-raid-style offense. And I, I hope, you know, that... The nice thing is when, you know, the last two years we've collapsed at the end. Um, I think part of that was due to, you know, we were so much worse without Hopkins. We just had no answer. But having Hollywood, getting used to how to play without him, and then adding Hopkins back on top of that, maybe we we get stronger as the season goes on. I don't think Trey McBride, I love Trey McBride. Like, I'm uh, pre-draft huge fan of Trey McBride the fact that he comes to the Cardinals that's just a cherry on top mm-hmm. but rookie tight ends they don't do much he's going to be a special teamer he'll get in a little bit um you know on offense but he's not a needle mover he's gonna be a Zach Ertz replacer down the line not um someone that makes a big offensive impact on the team in in 2022 yeah, and he's got the George Kittle comp, so he's get, definitely be able to help in with Block and Max Williams when he's 
when he's back and healthy. So yeah, offensively, it's like, and I, I talked about this yesterday with the strength of schedule being so tough. We're going to get the fantasy here in just a minute with strength of schedule being so tough. We're going to find out everything about every single person, Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kime, how Steve Kime builds a roster, how Cliff Kingsbury coaches a potent offense. And if Kyler Murray can take that next step, because the AFC West ain't no joke. There's two teams in the, in the NFC South that ain't no joke. Like we're going to find out very quickly how this offense can mesh together quickly and see if they can add some pieces on defense. I want to talk to you about fantasy. I've got seven more minutes with you and I'm going to use all 420 seconds on that. You see that quick math? That's what oh, we do here impressive. on yeah. Locked on Cardinals. Thank you very much. Jason Moore from Fantasy Footballers joining me here. Coming up next, all you need to know about fantasy football implications as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals players. That's next. First, betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Everything you need. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs. Check out the Suns. The fluctuation of the Suns' odds to win the NBA championship seemingly go up and down after every game. It's insane. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Go to the website or use your mobile device today to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline where the game starts. Follow him at Jason FFL on Twitter, the number one ranked fantasy football podcast on the planet. If you like comedy and entertainment, they've got the spitballers pod. You and your boys do a fantastic job at fantasyfootballers.com. You can find him everywhere. He's a great Twitter follow. Again, loves Arizona card loves the Arizona Cardinals. Um and the Phoenix Suns. Let's and the not, Phoenix Suns, you know, I mean, sure. Come on. Sure. Okay. I mean, I just didn't is, want them to be left out. If you know, it's tis the season. I, I mean, tis the season. Even though football reigns supreme, we'll find out what's going on tonight with the schedule release. I've a huge proponent. Let me ask you this quickly before we jump into fantasy. I'm a huge proponent of the Cardinals signing another wide receiver, regardless because of how difficult their schedule is. And I'm talking like a a Danny Amendola just to be an adult in the room for the first six weeks. Run, turn around, catch the ball, kind of thing a placeholder that's going to cost less than a million dollars, a million dollars guaranteed. I know that the wide receiver room is full, but they're going to need to add a lot of pieces. Do you think adding a wide receiver for the first six weeks is necessary? Or are you just going to have to trust Hollywood Brown as the wide receiver one and, you know, Rondo Moore's emergence? Uh, I, I don't think we have to. If we were to add a piece, I don't think Danny Amendola is going to do anything positive for us. If we were to add a Jarvis Landry move, Hollywood, to the Hopkins role. The problem is the way that Cliff uses Hopkins is, I don't know if you've looked at Hopkins's route tree. We yeah. call it a route bush. Yeah. On the yeah, yeah. Football Cause it's just non-existent. It's just like running this little area right here. And that is not Hollywood Brown. Now I would hope that Cliff would open up Hollywood from the outside, but someone like a Jarvis Landry um, would probably be worth it because of the six week gap. But I doubt we do it. All right, fair enough. All right, so let's pivot here. The first thing you told me last year as I was drafting in my dynasty draft was Kyler Murray is going to be your quarterback one from 2021. Now, obviously, we didn't see the injuries, and then DeAndre Hopkins went down, but he still had a solid fantasy football year. Where do you see Kyler Murray? Because, I mean, it's stacked at the top now for quarterbacks, man. I mean, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady kind of on the outside looking in. You always have Aaron Rodgers. Where is Kyler Murray? Is he still a top three, top four fantasy football quarterback? 
he is still a top fantasy football quarterback. Yes. I, I don't know. You know, he last year, who was my quarterback one, it seemed great going into the season until uh, the Hopkins injury. I think he might've been the quarterback one at that point, And then the wheels fell off. Josh Allen is the clear cut quarterback one. I think he's in a tier of his own. Um, if you're looking at, you know, other options near the top, you can make it. I think he's like in the tier with Lamar, uh, with Lamar Jackson, even Pat Mahomes and uh, Justin Herbert, you know, Mahomes has lost pieces. I think I would take Herbert over Kyler, but Kyler might be in that three to five mix with guys like Lamar Jackson and, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And when you said that they drafted Trey McBride, it's like, well, in a dynasty, it's like you may have to wait a little bit longer if you're going to draft him for him to have an immediate impact because they have so many pieces. Are we looking at like from the rest of the wide receivers, Hollywood Brown, AJ, AJ Green, even DeAndre Hopkins and Rondo Moore, are we looking at like a Sean Payton, New York Saint or a New Orleans Saints, Marcus Colston, Robert Meacham? Like you never know who's going to be the guy, or is there somebody in this group that you see as a second round talent, even including DeAndre Hopkins because he's miss missing six games? Yeah, I've I've statted out the Arizona Cardinals. I'm I'm in the I've, I've got about a third of the NFL league statted out. And the way that I broke down the Cardinals team, Hopkins is really someone that in fantasy this year, pretty much you, I don't even know if you can draft him. Um, he he's got a target issue coming in with Hollywood there, and you're going to have to hold on to him on your bench for six weeks. And because of a suspension, you can't like throw him in an IR spot if you have one of those. So he's actively hurting your team for darn near half of the regular fantasy football season. I think the player you want is Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown, um, he, look, he was on fire to start last year. Uh, Lamar Jackson got injured and, you know, the wheels fell off there. But he's very talented. He has a history with Kyler Murray. Hopkins is gone. So going into your drafts, do I think that Hollywood is going to be a phenomenal player from week one to week 17? Probably not. But to start the season, and that's so important in fantasy football, I think he will be great and probably undervalued in drafts because of kind of the changing teams. You're not sure if he's the one or the two, but I'm fine drafting him where he's going to be at his average draft position and just getting off to a super hot start to start the year. Yeah, which is important. Jason Moore, fantasy footballers, number one ranked fantasy football podcast on the planet. And Jason FFL on Twitter. One more here for you. James Conner is just, just a, he's a great story. Um, he does have the, I call it, he got Arian Fostered in Pittsburgh, where he got run into the ground for the for, for you know a year and a half. He had great numbers. Um, and even though they paid him a handsome, uh, some cheese, uh, I'm still in the camp that they need to sign another running back to keep him healthy for 17 weeks. Is he potentially a trade high target if you have him going into this year in a keeper league or a dynasty league? Or do you think that he can replicate 75% to 80% of what he did last year in this offense? I think he can definitely replicate it. You go back to Kenyon Drake, uh, the, 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 the Arizona Cardinals offense, when they get down inside the five, they run the ball. Mm -hmm. And the touchdown scoring will be there for whoever the Arizona Cardinals uh, running back is and so long as James Conner is healthy that's obviously a big question with him he's missed a lot of games over time but you know it's it, these players are are injury risks until they're not I, it it's hard to even fathom but the first few years of Frank Gore's career he always an injury risk like you just can't you just waiting for him to break and then he became 
the most Iron Man player yeah. of all time. Yeah. So James Conner, he's gone through a lot. I mean, you're talking cancer survivor in his NFL career, couple of fluke injuries. Could he get injured? Sure. Will he get injured? I mean, he's a running back. Most of them do. Almost no running backs play 17 games. But in the games that he played from weeks three on last year, when they really kind of said, oh, this guy's our best running back, he was the running back three in fantasy football over that time. He has every opportunity to be the top five running back this season, barring injury. So if you're just super worried about the injury risk and you can find someone who values him like that, sure, ship him off. But I, I would argue, you know, tell me a guy that doesn't have an injury risk at at running back you know Jonathan Taylor sure he's younger we've never seen the injuries okay that's it end of Christian McCaffrey oh no he's a huge injury risk uh Derrick you know, Henry Derrick Henry Dalvin Cook everybody deals with injuries so you know the super young guys um maybe they're your safest bet you know Brees Hall and Jonathan Taylor and then outside of that everyone's gonna get injured so go ahead and take the guy on a good offense and he lost Chase Edmonds. You look at the splits with and without Chase Edmonds last year, it's like six fantasy points more a game, and he was good when Chase Edmonds was there. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Jason Moore and Jason FFL on Twitter, one of the hosts of the top-rated fantasy football podcast on the planet, the fantasy footballers. Jason, thanks so much for joining me, dude. Really appreciate it. Um, schedule release tonight. I will be doing my Friday podcast live tonight after the unveiling of the 2022 NFL schedule. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you then. Have a good one.